You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula Helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Latvia. Great day for you from the very beginning. Qualifying was great. First moto was great. Second moto was amazing. But first of all, the speed through the waves on the last lap of the second moto. Oh my God. I've seen those waves be used over and over and over and I've never seen anyone stay that low and go that fast through them. So that is the achievement of your day. Congratulations. I mean, it is. I also felt myself this was fast. And I also put all in on that sector because this was my strong point all day for some reason. My bike worked just awesome I had so much confidence already first moto I I didn't do anything special for some reason I just passed guys there I just went without taking big risk or going like sideways I just had a good flow and last lap second moto I just knew if I get Glenn it's gonna be the waves and I put extra effort and it turned out well and I went super fast I went next to him but it wasn't enough because Glenn he was he wasn't bad neither you know so Sadly, couldn't get him, but still, it felt yeah, it felt awesome to go through the waves like that. The sector after the waves, which I guess was like the start straight and coming back down pit lane, that was where Glenn was really strong. Did you know that? And did, did you kind of see the waves as like your last opportunity to make it happen? Yeah, I knew he was strong after. Even though um, the corner, the start corner before the pit lane, I actually cutted him off, and I was kind of next to him on the inside, but. For the next left, he was inside, so I couldn't really cut him off or anything, so it, it didn't work out. And then, then one, two, three, four more corners to go, and that's where Glenn had super good lines. There was no way to get around him, really, like you said, last sector. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. Couldn't get him. What about your mistake, like five laps from the end, when you just overjumped the shit out of that single? Did you? I'm guessing you didn't mean to do that. You weren't trying to step on the table, were you? No, but <laughs> I jumped far every lap over there. It's just this lap I landed one meter or half a meter too far left, which was soft. And I didn't really expect it to be that soft. Otherwise, I could put my weight in the back and get out of it. But yeah, I just, you know, like I said, I jumped far every lap, most of the laps. But the the jump before you land into ruts. So one one time you take one rut more left, one time one rut more right because you don't really see them. So this lap probably I catched one a bit more on the left and I still sanded it and just landed too far left and on the landing my bike just stopped. I mean it wasn't a scary moment for me because it, I just had to hold on and wait to go again but it, I lost some time, you know. Obviously last season we kind of talked about how your speed in China, that was kind of the first step was getting the speed and then the next step would be having the speed but not making mistakes and having it consistently. I guess we're at that phase now. Do you feel like you've kind of mastered that on the 450 of having the speed to win, but also the consistency to win at the same time? Um, I think so. I mean, I felt also the last few weeks, month training, I 
I could make make a step with like the speed, you know, with the way how I can push a 450 around the track, the way I feel more comfortable in it, I trust it more, I can go a bit closer to the limit without making those mistakes and yeah, it paid off today, you know, so it's really, really positive to see that and, and for sure I'm happy about that, you know. What are your thoughts on the uh, one-day format? Obviously, we're going to be doing it a lot, uh, ones down. In the press conference, Hurlins, Fevra and Koldenhoff said that it's the best thing ever. Guys have said that we need two days, so where do you sit? Um, as a rider, it's nice because you can get your job done, you... You, you know, you can focus on that one day and you can bring it and bam, racing. But I think for the sport in general, the way motocross is uh, or grew up, the way fans want to see us two days is just uh, nicer because let's say uh, friendship, Italian chippies, the fans, I mean, most of them, they come to the races arriving Friday, you know, having some beers, knowing tomorrow is quali, so... They basically stand, spend a full weekend at the GP, enjoying their self, having some parties. And for them, it's kind of holiday. Love to see us racing on Sunday. But one day events going to change this a bit. So we take a lot away from the fans, you know, which I don't know if it's positive. That's where we get the money from at the end of the day. So, But as a rider's point of view, I mean, I enjoy today. It's, it's you know, you use it. You have a qualifying practice and two motos and we basically just just started and now we are already done. So that's nice, you know, to get two motos in like a practice day and that's it. We do another race Wednesday. <laughs> I guess the thing is all of the riders say they want one day because like you say, you get in and you get out. But if we did the one day thing next year when we're allowed fans and it's normal, you're going to be made to come to the track anyway on Saturday because you're going to have to do sign-ins and giveaways and all of that stuff. So you're never going to get a one day thing no matter how hard all the riders want it. Yes, anyway, you, I mean, I don't know, now we, most of them, or I traveled Friday, so like usually, you know, okay, we, we go one day in front because of the corona story, but I don't know what happens if we do only a race on Sunday, when do we arrive, yeah. do we travel Saturday then, you know, which is kind of weird, and I don't know, if maybe it's going to turn out we anyway tra- travel Friday, so yeah. what is going to make the difference, you know, we will see, but... And uh, last thing, a couple of riders have said this is the sketchiest they've ever seen Kegums. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I agree, it's quite sketchy because it's, I think it's been the latest we come here. I mean, normally we have been here two, three months earlier, where the track is a bit more humid, softer, uh, it's not mid-end summer like now. But I have to say, they still, I mean, the bumps aren't huge, you know. It's not that it's crazy rough, it's just like super square-edge yeah. bumps and hard underneath they can't really get it soft which is normal at this time of the year so it's sketchy i agree but it's for everybody the same there are still good spots to pass uh, you can make the difference it's technical so yeah that's motocross you know <laughs> one more thing then seeing as you said about it getting soft um my opinion i know nothing obviously uh, is that racing wednesday racing sunday the base is only going to get harder because it's just going to get ridden on more and more and more uh, i just spoke to vlandering and he said he thinks it's going to get softer so are you team lewis or team vlandering i mean logically <laughs> team lewis because i mean yeah racing on it it's getting harder and harder sure because sand gets away and you ride it every bike takes sand back to the paddock they wash it off they don't bring it back etc but Maybe they saw the racing now and they want to get some 
change the stone and they're gonna get like a thing to rip I don't know one meter and if they could get that hard base away with a machine then it can be softer but I think not it will it don't it doesn't get softer <laughs> from us riding that would help too wouldn't it because it looks hard to pass today so I guess if it was softer opened up a few more lines that would then make for better racing but I can't see it happening yes I mean that's I agree it wasn't easy to pass but still you know you had some spots yeah. I mean especially Okay, in the first 15 minutes, everybody's fast, but that's the 450 class. This you, you will get on most of the tracks. I mean, the level is high, you know, especially after five months of training, you know, everybody's ready. So, but still, you could make the difference, like, you know, 10 minutes to yeah. go, because then people start to be a bit tired. So if you, if you are quicker, you will get him. But let's see Wednesday if it gets softer, you know. Uh, Calvin Vlandering, uh, MXGP of Latvia. I feel like... I wouldn't say there was pressure on you coming into this, but there was definitely kind of a point to prove after the first two rounds. And, uh, yeah, you proved it. Second moto was screwed by a bad start, but you came through, which no one managed to do today. First moto was sick. Speed was good. Qualifying was good. Uh, this is all proper exciting for the future, I think, anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed. I mean, 11th, oh. overall, <laughs> 11th overall, but I'm, I'm disappointed. But it's, it's strange. I, uh, I feel like qualifying was good i set a good time in the beginning which was my tactic just first lap to go out and get a good lap which i did and um and then in the motos i um first moto i had a pretty good start i was behind paul ann and i don't know why but he was he was kind of kind of riding like easy the first two laps and i was attacking him like like i really wanted to pass him and uh, that just ruined me i wasted too much energy and and uh, i hit such a wall after 10 minutes and then just try to ride around and um and i managed to finish 11th which i was like, like I say, I wasn't happy about. And then second motor, yeah, unfortunate with the start crash. Um, but to come back to, to 12, is, it's not too bad. And I think uh, the step that I've made in Corona time is, is big. And I think a lot of people can see that. And um, the gap to the front for me now is, is very small. Before I was looking at it as such a big, big uh, jump. I need to work a lot harder, which I have done. And, and uh, I feel like I've managed to just make that gap a little bit smaller. So I think... Uh, definitely more to come i didn't feel great out there today um f- physically i i struggled i think it was the heat maybe the stress a little bit but uh it's positive i'm happy it's funny you say that about paul Lamb because i even tweeted in the first race like he was clearly holding you up and uh i don't know if you remember this but you scrubbed the shit out of that little single before the finish and that was kind of i was like oh my god he's actually uh, desperate to get by him yeah. like so i guess i did screw you up Exactly, I wasted way too much energy trying to pass him, and uh, but that's experience, I think. I think he knew it's going to be a long motor, take it easy. Um, but I feel like if I got past him, I could have got into my own rhythm and, and followed Jeffrey. But uh, yeah, that's going to be the races to come. I think it's quite. Uh, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to Wednesday, to be honest. I, I, I really enjoyed the racing today. It was fun. Um, I enjoyed my bike. Uh, yeah, what what more could you ask for? I'm going to stop like getting so excited about your day, but you say you, if you got past Paul Ann, you could have gone with Jeffrey. I was genuinely thinking, if you get past Paul Ann, oh my God, you're going to go past Jeffrey. <laughs> like, okay, you weren't happy with it. I think for everyone watching, even people at home, I think the step up is clear to see. And it's not even about results at this point, is it? It's all about potential and proving that you can do it on the 450. And that will do a lot for you moving forward because I'm guessing even coming in today, there must have been a bit of you that was like, okay, I think I'm ready, like, but let's see where it puts me. Exactly. Um, it's just getting experience in the 450 class. And, and to be honest, in, in England, I had an okay qualifying time. I don't know how. but And I lined up against 
I think Paul Allen and, and Desau, and I didn't believe in, in myself to, to get a better start than them. And today, like the guys next to me on the start, didn't didn't care who it was, but I was like, I'm I'm going to get a better start than you guys, and and that's just such a mental thing. And and the confidence is coming back, and and I feel it, and it's such a such a nice feeling. Uh, obviously, it's hot today. We're going again on Wednesday. Any concerns about that at all, or would a two days be enough? I want to go tomorrow already. I really, I'm, I'm excited to go race. I, I enjoyed today, enjoyed the racing. Racing was, was fun and the uh, bike was good. So I think I'll recover recover nice the next two days and um, yeah, go again on Wednesday. Obviously, a lot would have happened in the five months. One of the biggest things that's obviously clear for everyone to see is you switched to KYB suspension with technical touch. Um, is that, do you credit everything to that switch? Or is there lots of little things also that have happened in the five months that have led to you being balls fast today? Um, that is a, a big switch. Um, yeah, it was a, definitely a big switch. I'd, I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but I do feel a lot better with, with the, the KYB suspension. I just trust the bike more, and, and uh, you just have confidence in the bike and, and uh, very stable, and you know, yeah, you just trust the bike, and that's the biggest thing on, the, on this level. A few, a few little tweaks here and there can make such a big difference. Um, but definitely that's one big point another big point is working with Harry on Bracca um, I think it was just before Corona started I, I uh, made an agreement with him to work with him um, and uh, it's been really good the last few months working with him and, and the two European 250 guys um, to be honest Thibaut he's, he's sometimes faster than me at training so he's pushing me a lot and that's good for me I need that and, and it's been it's been good just to have a, I needed someone to to help me uh, just look another eyes off the track you know sometimes I I'm riding and I feel like I'm going fast but I'm actually not you know so he's he's definitely helped me a lot and I got to give a bit big credit to to him and and what he's what he's done for me and um, definitely going forward um, he's going to help me a lot more obviously you say you're not happy of 11th overall moving forward what would make you happy like is a top 10 even going to do it for you or do you now have that much drive and belief and everything that you just sky's the limit. Um, well, one I, one. I take it step by step. I mean, I'm focusing on. I focus on today, and uh, 11th overall is 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 not bad on paper. Um, but like I said, not happy. I think Wednesday, if I can go two motors in top 10, I'll be happy. And then um, the goal was always to be at the end of the season, creeping into the top five. You know, fighting with the factory guys. That was always the goal, and I think we on that we on the track on track for that so we uh, we take it step by step each GP at a time get experience and I think if I can take a good start you guys will see me uh, fighting up front and uh, last thing this track's claimed a lot of riders over the years a lot of people call it sketchy obviously it's quite deceiving with the hard base how do you see that going over the next uh, two rounds do you think it's going to stay as it was today or is that base only going to get harder and therefore sketchier um, to be honest I think it will get softer Really? I think it'll get softer, <laughs> just because of more more riding. And uh, the problem was they didn't put enough water on yesterday, and um, and they didn't they didn't prepare the track last night, so they left it all rough. And so the the base was still hard underneath, and that was the biggest problem. I think that when they made it flat during the motos, those places got soft. Uh, those those was a pretty good soft. So I think. Um, I think it'll be a little bit softer, but not uh, not too... I mean, the track was sketchy today. Really sketchy. They didn't make it flat at all. Um, yeah, what can I say? Okay, uh, Arminas Chazakonis, MXGP of Latvia. Uh, we figured out your life. 
You can never get a good start to save your life. It's impossible until today. All you need to do is hit the gate and then somehow you get the best start that you've ever had in MXGP. Uh, that confused the hell out of me. So how the hell did that work? Um, yeah, it was, uh, was a bit disappointment that I hit the gate in second mode. I was a bit, just a bit too early. Otherwise, I could have go for a whole shot, I guess. But uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't that bad because in uh, first turn, the guys a little bit crashed and then I just went safe inside and then I was again there in the top, you know. So it was really safe start and all. So it was good. What about your day as a whole? I thought it was you like we know you're fast around here you were fast around here like it kind of just i feel like it was the perfect day to sum up you as a rider if that makes any sense at all yeah i mean the day was good but not perfect you know it was uh, it was good for points it was good everything you know i had some good laps but uh, we need to keep those laps more more of them uh, in there and then uh, we could be uh, much of a better result. Of course, the top six was uh, both motors quite close, okay? The second motor, the, the two guys a little bit run away, but otherwise everybody was quite close. So, I mean, it's, it was good days, just that little things, and then it would make a hell of a difference. What are the little things? Like, do you know how to fix those, or are they just circumstantial? Like, just things that happen out of your control? No, I, it's it's always in your control like in your decision and everything it's just that uh, i needed a little bit push through in the end more and then uh, push myself more and then uh, it would have come a much much uh, better result because like in second mode in uh, beginning and kind of middle i was uh, quite strong i would say i i was charging good and the p1 was just there actually after the going out of the turn so it was close so it was just there but just like didn't put it complete puzzle together which costed me just two times six so but overall i mean it's it's good uh, it was a good race to start and everything i was consistent i'm still good in uh, gp points and everything so it's good we have still uh, four more modos here so we can still uh, improve and uh, get uh, get a good result it looked tough to pass out there like it looked like a few times like you say you were going forward and you maybe would have had better results, but you just couldn't get past guys. And everyone's kind of said the same thing. Yeah, I mean, the track was, uh, I would say, difficult, really. Like, uh, it was difficult. They didn't flat from yesterday, but I have nothing against it. You know, I liked it that it was uh, difficult. I think if it would have been flat from yesterday, then I think it would have been just a speedway race, you know, like just a normal. And now it was more technique. Of course, we still kept speed big in the, such a difficult track but uh, still it was uh, really good you have to ride smart to be there quite a few riders have said this is the um the sketchiest they've ever seen kegums so do you agree with that or do you just think it was technical i would say it was was it was sketchy if you was tired and not concentrated but if you was concentrated you was working good i think it was just good track you know you you have to keep bike under the pressure and everything to to work it if you was getting loose there and there then of course it came a nasty mistake of course it was not forgiving but uh, i didn't really had maybe i had once or twice maybe more sketchy time but there was nothing really coming that uh, i would have been uh, yeah now i'm gonna really like regret this you know but uh, otherwise it was good uh, forget about latvia i've just realized we haven't spoke since your deal got announced so you're back with ice one for a third year happy with that obviously that's where you want to be and I guess 
I think we said it at Vulcan Squad, being there for a second year was huge for you because you got an opportunity to build. Yeah. So being there for a third year and built to build again, that will be massive for your career. I think uh, we work great with this team, you know. This team uh, is really motivated and Ant is always wants the best for the rider and everything. And I've I've seen it that this is the team I can grow really high and everything. So I wanted from beginning to stay and then they started talking to me that, uh, okay, let's go for another year. So it came really easy, actually, our deal and everything. It, there was no problem. So... I'm just happy to continue with them because I know how they work and and for me in a way it's also easy to work professional and everything. I have my trainer Tommy and Auntie is really like pushing every time and everything. So and mechanics are great for me. So I love everything what's about the team. They are so professional. So I'm it's really like my dream to be in that team, you know. A question you're probably not going to want to answer. Uh, third year with the team, third one year deal. What have we got to do to get you a two-year deal? You're there all the time anyway. I just, yeah, why another one-year deal? Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I didn't prove enough yet, you know. If I if I do, uh, let's say, here three in a row podiums and uh, I do more podiums, then uh, for sure they would want me to sign for longer. But for now, you know, I've just done in Volkenswart one podium. But in a way, that's, that's still not enough, you know. You need to prove more, but... Uh, that's why it's I guess it's like this you know but I understand completely but uh, yeah we need to just prove it hey uh, Thomas Olsen MXGP of Latvia normally we'd obviously expect you to be battling for the win here you're kind of the king of Latvia based on uh, the past couple of years obviously a bit of a rough day but there's actually a reason for that Uh, you crashed on Wednesday I guess so just fill us in on what's going on yeah Wednesday before we were going to leave on Thursday I had a small uh, small I wouldn't say like quite a heavy practice crash actually like landed right on my shoulder and on my head so um was nursing that a little bit when I came in I was trying to stay positive and stuff but uh yeah when I rolled practice this morning the track was just so rough and it was so hard for me to hold on to the bike um um, so after qualifying like I think I did half of qualifying and then I was like yeah I, I I have to save it at least a little bit so I went to get like um get it taped up and put a brace on and stuff like that and um, I was like honestly I was just like yeah let's see how far we get into the motors see if I can hold on to the bike and was able to tough it out quite well um, I had a good start in the first moto was like fifth or something for a while until like I felt like my shoulder just gave in like, like with 10 minutes to go it's just like I started to feel it a little bit and then yeah I hit some braking bumps and stuff like it was just hard for me to hold the bike so I nearly went like over the bars a couple of times you know trying to hold on to the thing um but I was riding really tight and also when when you're not riding like yourself you spend so much energy so I was just completely done in the end of that first motor already and uh, lined up for the second one um trying to like save myself a little bit more to be honest than the shoulder and tried to take some smooth lines and stuff like that which worked out really great actually like the start was yeah I was the jump in the straight was not too bad but um, I just got pushed out I was like 17 on the gate or something so I really got pushed out and had to make my way back Uh, got some confidence back with riding a little bit more and um, shoulder was feeling a lot better already but uh, it's just like um, it's difficult to like really push especially on this track when I'm when I'm nursing the shoulder a little bit so I was trying to be a little bit conservative but still like uh, still 
trying to have a good throw and get the best position possible. So not an ideal day, but I got I got some points, let's see. I guess um, obviously having the one-day format helps because you're not uh, using the shoulder so much, you're not riding so much. But then on the other hand, uh, we're racing Wednesday. <laughs> so are you nervous about that? Is it like, are these two days, Monday and Tuesday, actually going to give you enough time to maybe heal a tiny bit? Or is it just the same thing, Wednesday, show up and see what happens? I mean, I hope it gives me enough time to, to heal a little bit. We'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, I was able to get a few points today. So I think... Hopefully it will get a bit better, and uh, we do it all again on Wednesday. I guess we'll see. Uh, hopefully, uh, it was a tough day today. Like I had to go through a lot of pain, so would not like to do exactly the same on Wednesday. But if it's what I have to do, then uh, it's what I have to do. Look, this would be a disaster if you were going up against someone like Prado for the championship, because you would have lost a ton of points today. This class is. It's not the most consistent. Like you even gained points on Gertz in the first moto, so. I don't think there's too much to worry about from your side for the championship because you know every single rider is going to give up points. As long as you can stay around 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, that's points on the board and that will see you well come Turkey, Italy and all the other events. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like It's a bit more crazy class this year. A lot more is happening. But uh, I was coming here like uh, looking to gain back some points and uh, that's not really what we're doing right now. So not too happy about that, Like, but... Like I said, we, we, we're still fighting. We're still trying to get the best uh, possible result. And, yeah, I cannot, I cannot control what they're doing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not looking good for the championship, I would say, but I I'm, I'm still have the hope. Obviously, this track can get quite sketchy at times. Uh, how do you think it's going to be Wednesday and then Sunday? Because it's got a hard base that catches guys out, and that's only going to get harder with each day that goes by. So... I imagine Sunday it will be really choppy, a lot of square edge bumps. Uh, do you see it the same way? Uh, it's difficult to see it that way because today was really sketchy already. So, <laughs> Well, buckle up, it's going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, nah. I was, I was really surprised with the track because there was like some sections like this morning already we went out and I'm like, whoa, that section is really rough. And they didn't touch it all day. So I was like, boy... Last year we went here, they flat the whole track for both motos, and I was like, now it's just super rough today, but yeah, I guess we'll ride anything they, uh, they, they they do, but I would say like some places they could uh, maybe fix it up a little bit more because it was rough out there, and it was catching out a, a lot of guys. I think many guys ended up on the deck. And uh, last thing, obviously you can't say too much, but from what I hear the deal for next year it isn't like a massive stress like things are going in the right direction it's not like you're sat here absolutely freaking out thinking that you need to go out there and win every single moto to prove yourself like it's looking positive yeah it's, it's looking possible i got some uh, some good people behind me and uh, i'm positive for next year like you said i can't say too much but uh i don't have to stress too much about it and uh, i know when i'm fit i can ride uh I can ride really good. I can ride really fast on a dirt bike. So not right now is not it's not the showing I want to do. But unfortunately, in motocross there is uh, there's injuries, and uh, I hope I can recover quick and then be back to 100% soon. Yeah, Jed Beaton, MXGP of Latvia. It was a really consistent start to the season for you all those years ago, whenever that was. Uh, today was a bit more on the rough side. You lost a tooth or half a tooth, uh, and I guess that pretty much sums it up. That pretty much set the tone for the rest of the day. Just uh, run us through it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was kind of a rough day today, obviously. 
first matter I actually didn't get off to that bad at the start and then like third turn um, yeah I hit like a, a edge of a rut is when everyone's bunched together it's really hard to see the track kind of thing and um, yeah just tuck the front a little bit and then I was obviously trying to do a bit of damage control and on the first lap I, I think I come through to like P18 to 20 or something like that so I passed quite a lot of riders on that first lap um, and then the corner after where I crashed, I got taken out by someone real bad. So um, Someone. Who was it? Come on, names. I actually don't know. I really don't know. Someone on a Yamaha, but I have no idea. And then, um, yeah, so I picked myself up again. I think I was way back um, once again. So I already lost, like, kind of a lot of, uh, I don't know, as you'd say, like, go from yeah. trying to get back... Uh, as many places I could that first lap so um, yeah that first race was just difficult couldn't really like find a flow I was just always like trying to search for a pass or something like that so um, yeah that was just one of the biggest struggles I've had for a long time with that first moto so um, yeah I just tried to rebound but obviously with the with it being such a tough first moto you feel it a little bit in the second one so um, I feel like today just wasn't my best day you know um so i'm obviously looking forward to wednesday already you say like you feel it a bit in the second moto were you even thinking like shit i've wasted a lot of energy here and i'm going again on wednesday like because it's hot here hotter than i think it maybe should be and it's going to be the same wednesday same sunday so is that in the back of your mind a little bit or should you be golden no not really like i think um two days we've got two full days to recover to recover so Wednesday when we're <clears throat> back on the bike I think it should be it should be pretty good um, we've done a lot of hard work so I don't think there should be issue you're right or yeah, <laughs> just really emotional about your day <laughs> I'm I'm just really swallowed a lot of sand today so it's still at the back of my throat so that's not a good thing <laughs> I thought you were getting all choked up on us no. um, obviously you lost a tooth you don't need a tooth to ride but does that hold you back a little bit? Like, is that painful enough where you're riding thinking like, shit, this is, this can go away. That would be quite helpful. Yeah, I would obviously like to get it fixed, you know, because you, even when you're riding, you feel it with your tongue or like something. Well, that's how you swallow so much sand. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's going straight through. But, um, yeah, obviously, it's not the it's not the best thing to have, but it's obviously not the worst. So, um, you can ride through it and I've, I've rode through a lot worse, but, yeah, it's just that thing that's just, like, I don't know, you jump the finish line or something, take a big breath, and then you feel your tooth hurt because it's been smashed out, so you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. But um, all in all, like like I said, I'm just really looking forward to Wednesday because, yeah, today's been a bit of a shit show, so uh, can't really do much about it now, but look forward. What do you think of the track here? Obviously, it's a sand track, so I think everyone who's not been here or not in Europe automatically thinks, oh, Lommel, Vulcanswart, it's not that really hard base really choppy quite sketchy it was today so what are your thoughts going into wednesday and sunday because the way i see it is that base is only going to get harder and harder yeah i guess like it's it's obviously not complete sand it's like kind of hard pack underneath with like a gravel sand just sitting on top so it makes it like a really slippery sand um but like where they water and stuff and it gets quite heavy then obviously you feel like it's sand yeah but um, yeah I don't know it's kind of weird to explain this track but like you said it is the bumps are just like really square edge and it's like they don't 
the bumps don't really form massive they more go into the ground so that makes it like quite sketchy when yeah when we're all trying to go fast or something like that and the bumps are just like in the ground kind of thing it's uh it's hard to like yeah i guess set a bike up for that so it always feels a little bit sketchy and uh last thing we've only had one go at it but one day format uh yeah or nay i guess you're used to it from oz so do you prefer it would you rather just get in and get out uh yes and no it like has the pros and cons i guess with um with it only being one day like obviously the first uh first part of the day you got to try and get rid of the arm pump and stuff like that where is um when we've got a full weekend we can sort of take the warm-ups and everything to to shake out the arm pump and then the next day you feel like you're pretty ready to go um but on the other side of things it's just all said and done in one day which is quite easy you know it's um yeah just come pack up go to the next one you know but obviously we're here for three rounds in a row um and to be honest i think if we're doing the two-day format it'd be really really difficult for for everyone you know what i mean it's really hard to prepare for that so this format suits the way we're doing things at the moment and hopefully uh yeah i feel like i'm quite good with it because the how they're back to back at the moment then we've done the work so I feel up for it and let's uh, see if we can build on the results that we got today. Hey, uh, Adam Sterry, MXGP of Latvia. Obviously, kind of like a new start for you. Uh, new 2020, new team. Kind of your first 450 race. So I guess, well, first of all, you weren't even supposed to be here. So I guess this is all about getting experience and you've certainly got a lot of that today. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, this is really like my first proper 450 race. Uh, so much drama at the start of the year and stuff and issues and um, so yeah this was like my first Grand Prix and uh, it, de- it definitely showed a bit from my side I had the biggest arm pump in every session possible but I felt like I got better each session um, still need things we can work on from my side and also from the suspension and the bike side but um, yeah like you said we weren't supposed to be here um, I'm glad that we come so I can get some race practice in again and uh, yeah I got overall I'm not too disappointed with the day obviously it can be, can be much better but I got better each session and uh, I lasted a bit longer without having on each session so hopefully that goes on Wednesday I think that is the most important part about being here isn't it it's just bike time because yeah the first few rounds were a mess but equally these, it's not like you've been motoring down these five months you are probably starting from about as scratch as anyone in this paddock yeah definitely and in lockdown and stuff I didn't because of what was going on I didn't ride so much and do as much as I wanted so um, yeah just want to build each race I know what I can do at the practice track and how well it's been going especially with the new team and yeah we weren't supposed to be here and and, uh, we made it happen so overall I'm not too disappointed with the day and um, something to build on we're here for for another two races so uh, yeah we'll build on that I think the most important thing is that you've actually got the facilities to make the changes that you think you need to moving forward. Like, you're in a spot where there is room to grow, and in your position, that's important. Yeah, definitely, especially in the MXGP class. I think it's at such a high level that you need to be at 100% all the time, and that's with your bike and yourself. So, uh, like you said, the team's good. We can improve on things, and I've got the options to do that here, and uh, that's what we'll do. I'm going to ride on Tuesday before we ride on Wednesday, so it's a bit normal and uh, yeah hopefully I feel better on Wednesday and we can get some better results obviously you've got a ton of experience on this track and it's it's kind of got a reputation for being sketchy 
Is it less sketchy on a 450 or more? Um, I wouldn't say it's because of the 450. I'd just say maybe you get the roughest. Obviously, you're out second, so you get the rougher as it's been, and they don't grade the jumps as much as they do in the break for MX2. So on that sense, yeah, but from the 250 to the 450, that doesn't make a difference. I would say just the one-day format. I, for me, personally, this is the roughest I think it's ever been, or if not the roughest, the sketchiest. And, uh, yeah, I think that's due to maybe the EMX riding on Saturday and they run different lines than the GP would. As normally when you race on Sunday, you go straight on the track, you know the bumps. Yeah. And because we've rode on Saturday, we've kind of made GP lines. As when I went out this morning in, in time training, I felt like it was um, amateur lines almost. And I think maybe that's due to a lot of... Obviously, there's fast riders as well in EMX, but the majority is a lot slower than the GP level, so... Maybe it's something to do with that, and maybe that's why it was a little bit sketchy. So, don't know whether they could do a better job with grading it a little bit more over overnight or or something. But to me, it just felt a little bit sketchy and, and rough. But um, yeah, I quite like the one-day format actually. Uh, Vlandrin said they should have watered it more yesterday. Do you think that would have helped? Or yeah, I agree. A lot, a few of the turns were dusty halfway around, so like you'd get on the hard bumps, which would be fine, and then all of a sudden you just hit a du- dust patch and what it'd want to throw you over the bars and I feel if they did that as well maybe there's some more lines but I, f- I feel they took a few berms away around the outside compared to last year and I and I think like the, the, the right hand before you come across the finish last year that was a big bank corner and I feel like maybe that would make better racing but um, we'll see they, they, they're supposed to make changes for Wednesday so we'll, I'm interested to see what they are well all day I've been thinking normally this is a good racing track like every time we come here there's good races and all that I was thinking today it looked tough to pass. So I guess that goes along with what you're saying. Yeah, I think that's maybe to do with what happened, what I said about Saturday. Um, because the lines that we usually want to run, like cutting wide to cut in and stuff, there wasn't really an option to do that today. As I feel like the, the bumps were too... They weren't rideable in that direction. And a lot of tight lines and not flowing. And, yeah, I think that's to do with us not riding on Saturday. But... Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. I, I, I think it's just the wave section they're going to change in the middle, but hopefully they do a few more changes. And uh, last thing, obviously, like we say, this track is sketchy. Uh, I've asked a few guys what they think is going to come Wednesday and then Sunday. I was thinking the more everyone's riding on it, the more it's baked under the sun, the base is going to get harder, meaning more square edge bumps, choppier, ultimately sketchier. Uh, Vlandering just said he thinks it will actually get softer. So where do you sit? I think it depends on how much track prep they do. I think that I think now they're going to flatten yeah. it now to be yeah. completely flatten it. I think it. so. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. So if they flatten it, I would like them to rip it up deeper and put more water on. I think then it'd maybe get some ruts on the insides rather than it just be completely hard. And yeah, if they did that, I think it'll create better racing, better lines, and a more flowing fun track.